as I said, um, uh, her name is Dr. Simone Matthew. She is an associate professor of psychology at the University of Phoenix. She's also author of the book, Push Past 10. Dr. Matthew is a passionate, is rather passionate about the role that psychology plays with getting and staying mentally and physically healthy. This is especially important during this very difficult time. Well, Dr. Matthew, welcome. Welcome to TDN Radio. Welcome to FYI. I am so glad that you um, have joined us. I'm glad to have you on. I hope um, I hope I didn't butcher your introduction too much. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, but however, I'll let you go ahead and um, add anything that I may have left out. Or, in other words, you know, tell us a little bit more about yourself, writer, professor. What else should we know about Dr. Simone Matthew? Yes, hi, good morning, Sam, and thank you so much for having me on today. The honor uh, is mine. Before I, before I get started, I just wanted to send out condolences to the young man that you mentioned mm. who lost his life this morning. Condolences to his family. Yes, so indeed. that he can get through this very difficult uh, period. Mm-hmm. But as you mentioned, uh, again, my name is Dr. Simone Matthew, and I'm an associate professor of psychology and the author of the book, Push Past Ten. And I've been engaged in the study and the teaching of psychology for about the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. And about 15 years ago, I decided to start practicing psychology on myself because I had two problems. One, I wanted to lose weight. Mm-hmm. And two... I suffered from extreme anxiety, so I had to figure out a way to calm my thoughts and to be able to focus. So essentially, I started um, training myself on how to quiet my mind, how to focus on my goals, Mm -hmm. and how to push myself to get past at least 10 minutes to kind of gain momentum. And in that way, I was able to be successful in a number of areas in my life. Mm-hmm. So I'm really happy to be with you today, um, especially during this very difficult time. I'm hoping to be able to share a message of hope with your listeners mm-hmm. and a message of just trying to get through this very difficult time period and to try to focus on what is beyond this pandemic. So again, thank you so much for having me on this morning. Yes, um, well, the honor is mine, um, uh, Dr. Matthew. Um, but, but before we go much further, I, um, I'm getting a note that's saying that you're sounding a little muffled, a little bit difficult to understand. Um, you were sounding very clear when you first started. I'm not sure what happened. Maybe you changed your phone's position or, or something. Okay. Um, okay, let me try to move a little bit. Can you hear me better now? Uh, that's much better. Thank you. Okay, sounds great. Yeah. yeah, so like I was just saying, um, you know, I've used psychology for about the last 15 to 20 years to kind of train my mind, to learn how to quiet my mind, to focus on my goals. Mm-hmm. And today I wanted to come on with you to share a message of hope, um, a message of how do we get through this very difficult time period together. And, right. you know, a message of 
Beyond this pandemic, mm-hmm. yeah, and you know, <laughs> it, like I said, the honor is mine having you on. On and um, but b- before we even go further, I do have to say this. Um, you know, may, most of you will not know that um, three years ago during TDN Radio's coverage of Hurricane Maria, um, uh, Doctor Matthew was instrumental in helping us to keep you informed. Um, she was in the background um, doing. A, a ton of work um you know i would uh, try to tell you everything she did but she did do quite a bit helping us and we didn't have to ask she stepped up and offered her assistance and said what can i do to help as many others you know and so um if we here at tdn haven't done it publicly i want to take this opportunity on behalf of all of us here to tell you thank you so much for stepping up when we need when our people needed you without even being asked and without asking for any any kind of um, credit or anything like that just doing it because well you love your people and you want to help help so yeah. i want to thank you for that um profusely. yes absolutely and it was mm-hmm. and it was my pleasure and you know we we sometimes we're all busy living our own lives mm-hmm. but when there's a crisis when there's an urgency I think it's so important that we all get together and yeah. join hands and get the work done and mm-hmm. then go back to our normal life. <laughs> not looking for any credit, not looking for any praise. Indeed. Get the work done, pay it forward and keep it moving. Indeed, indeed, indeed. And so, yeah, but, you know, sometimes we have to acknowledge folks who step up, you know, um, yes, especially indeed. when, when they step up without being, without being waiting to be asked, you know, when they right, volunteer. Absolutely. I think we absolutely. have to do that. So again, thanks. Mm-hmm. But you know, um, right now we are in a precarious position. I think all of us are the entire globe seemingly. Um, I don't think, I, you know, two weeks ago on my, on this program, I said, that every nation on earth has been touched or will be touched Absolutely. by this program. It doesn't matter how remote or how far you are. If you, if you, um, have, um, any kind of interaction with anyone from outside or, you know, mm-hmm. you, you will, your, 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 your nation will be touched at some point. Absolutely. And this is where we are this week. Um, you know, with uh, you know either um full or semi or quasi quarantine orders in mm. place and um I, I, i'm guessing the folks who have already purchased your book pushed push past 10 uh, maybe i uh, hopefully remember they have it and pull it out and and see you know, hey this is a good resource right right now because, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know i have to stay home so yeah um you know what do you what do you what do you think um you know, you know. yeah certainly so i think for me you know um we are rightfully concerned with the pandemic and everything else that's going on around us. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a bigger crisis looming because let's think about it. It is great that we're social distancing to try to um, negate um, the spreading of the virus. Right. But think of what's going on in most homes right now, mm-hmm. right? Most people are hoarding food. Mm-hmm. We are isolated. A lot of us are overeating. Yeah. A lot of us have very little activity because we're staying home. Mm-hmm. And worse yet, a lot of us have lost our social support system. Right. So the gyms are closed. A lot of us, our work has been canceled, at least temporarily. Mm-hmm. 
and even places of worship like the churches are no longer available. Right. So I'm thinking that hopefully only a small percent of the population will actually come down with coronavirus. But mm-hmm. think of the greater population who are in panic mode. Right. And unfortunately, the research shows that when we're in panic mode, we are apt to go back to very unhealthy behavior, Mm -hmm. overeating, the lack of activity. So I think that is going to create an even bigger problem once the pandemic is over, because it will pass. And what will our life look like once the pandemic is over? So for me, that is the bigger concern right now. Right. I I agree, because the... um, the, the early estimates from the authorities, you know, say, well, two per, at least two percent of the population will get infected, but two percent of right. of uh, of three hundred million people—that's that's mm-hmm. quite a high number of people who right. you know to be infected with an illness. But like, so I imagine that the the psychological effect or the the you know what will happen to people. The, that percentage I will be much higher than 2%, no? Right, absolutely. So if you're thinking 2% are going to be affected, then 98% will not be affected, but they will be impacted mm-hmm. because it is changing a lot of their behavior. Right. So what my book actually focuses on doing is it first focuses on teaching how to quiet your mind, mm-hmm. especially in this very difficult time. We have a lot of time on our hands, but what are we going to do with this time? So um, I teach you to quiet your mind. I also teach you how to focus on important goals, because this is actually a great opportunity that we've been provided with. Right. We are not all still running around, living hectic, li- hectic lives. Mm-hmm. So now is the time to find your passion, find your purpose. Work mm. on, you know, a strategy of how you can achieve your purpose. And what the book teaches is that if you can push yourself to do at least 10 minutes of exercise, to do at least 10 minutes of working on a goal, it actually creates momentum. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, you will be working on that goal for at least an hour. Mm-hmm. And if you do this one day at a time, 10 minutes at a time, you will be amazed at how far you can go. So it's really about tuning into your mindset mm-hmm. and building mental fortitude to mm-hmm. be able to accomplish those so important goals that you have set out for yourself that you've not had time before <laughs> to focus on. But now since you have all the time in the world, instead of watching endless news and surfing social media all day long, and becoming more afraid and more anxious, why not use the time to focus on your goals? That is, that, that's all of that is, is, is great advice, but you know, people, you know how we are already. We, you know, right. we don't, we don't really listen to good advice, you know, we, we generally just, you know, say, ah, you know, whatever. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, and this is not a, it's not a normal time, you know. Um, mm-hmm. You were, you know, I, I was talking, telling a friend of mine earlier this week that, you know, for me, having to stay home is not a problem. You know, I my work is at home, so you know, right. doesn't doesn't really bother me having to to to, to stay home. But 
her point was that that's true. She also works from home and she understands that. Mm-hmm. But the problem is just, I guess, in your mind being told that you have to stay home, you know, the choice, when the choice is taken away from you, um, mm-hmm. I think that's what makes it difficult for some people. Right. So, Absolutely. You're, you're correct. But what mm-hmm. if, if, if uh, the listener do not remember anything from what I said today, I think the most important thing is to remember to stay active, yeah. stay engaged, mm-hmm. to stay occupied. Because what happens is we can get locked into a situation where we feel hopeless, we feel helpless, and that leads to depression. And it's a recurrent cycle. Right. And nothing gets done, right? Mm-hmm. So what you want to do, stay active. For example, like you, I work from home as well. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to maintain the exact same schedule that I had before all of this happened. Right. Yes, I was from home, but now my daughter is home. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> so we're all we're all impacted in some way. My ability to get my work done is now hindered by the fact that I have to teach my daughter mm-hmm. all the work that she should have been learning in school. Right. So for all of us, there's been some sort of change. There's a disruption, yeah. In, in, in our life. But once you have the right mindset, which is what I teach, mm-hmm. you're able to accomplish anything by staying active, staying engaged with your goals, staying occupied with, you know, whatever home project you've always said you wanted to do, clean out the closet, mm-hmm. you know, winter is over and it's now time for spring. Just keep yourself busy. Because this pandemic is going to pass, and then you want to be able to look back and say, well, you know, it was a terrible time, it was a horrible time, but look what I was able to accomplish during the time. Mm. So let me ask you this then. Um, you know, the last time there was a, 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 a pandemic, a, a situation like this was all the way in 1918. And obviously, the Spanish flu, flu, right? And obviously, there wasn't as much, even as much travel as there is now today. And there also wasn't as much, um, I would say there was less activities to do out there. Things would, you know, Mm -hmm. and also social media didn't exist. So my my question to you is, um, you know, as someone in the profession of um, being a psychologist, do you think that um social media in this particular instance is helpful or do you think mm-hmm. it is harmful to mm-hmm. to us to to right. and I, yeah what, what what do you think about and that and i think i think that is an excellent question because social media in my mind is a tool mm-hmm. and like any tool it can be used for good and it can be used for bad it's the same thing as the internet you can use the internet for right. good you can you can earn your degree, you can learn a new skill, or you can use it for bad. You can spend hours and hours surfing. Mm-hmm. It's the same way with social media. Mm-hmm. So here I see on social media, people are unfortunately posting a lot of, um, you know, I'm overeating, I'm not working out. So that's the negative. Right. But on the other hand, you have groups forming, and I actually have one of those uh, groups on social media. So I'm on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Twitter and Instagram, where we provide a support community, where mm-hmm. I, I try to inspire and, and motivate people to get outside. For example, this morning, I'm a runner. So this morning, I went out and I ran seven miles. Wow. Right? Mm-hmm. So I'm posting in 
information, to inspire people, to motivate people. Mm -hmm. So again, social media is a tool. You can either choose to tune in to all the negative and all the lack of activity that's going on, or you can choose to find a support group, find people who want to encourage you, find people who are on the same wavelength with you uh, to keep in a positive spirit. Right, right. So, yeah, um, I'll give you an opportunity to um, tell us the group name and encourage people to join it before we leave, for sure. But um, so, you know, that being said that, you know, like you say, it can be used for good or bad. It just depends on on your your what you choose to do. Um, there are folks who, for example, who break quarantine or who um, ignore stay-at-home orders. Like, I'll give you an example. I got a, uh, I saw a post from the Austin American Statesman yesterday with uh, a headline saying, um, you know, despite despite stay-at-home orders, many people showed up at Baton, um, at uh, Hamilton, Hamilton Pool. That's a, a, a very popular area, a pool area in Austin. It's a natural mm-hmm. pool where people show up and, you know, bring boats, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking about these people. To be quite frankly, I was thinking how selfish they are. Absolutely. And so, so that was going to be my question. Um, do you think I'm being mean or being judgmental for thinking that they are selfish? Because they are healthy or think they are healthy, they can just, you know, because right. the state, you know, so the Austin Police Department says that the order is there, but it's really more of a, it's really more of a suggestion at this point. It's not, oh, uh, wow. it's not mandatory. However, right. you know, well, there are some things businesses they said which must close. Like, for example, no dining in restaurant. The governor issued that mm-hmm. order, no dining in, just, take out only that kind of stuff but at the same time so i'm thinking but these people they do not know some of the other people around them if those pe- these right. people are contact they don't even know if they themselves right have the virus so yeah so it's it's a, so it's an important thing of um you know social <clears throat> responsibility because unfortunately um a lot of our young people think that they're immune to right. catching the virus but they may actually be carriers. Exactly. And they may take it over, take it, take it home to their elderly parents mm-hmm. who is more susceptible to catching the virus and having the negative effects of contracting the virus. Mm-hmm. So at this point, it's really about social responsibility. The authorities should not have to mandate that every sector of the economy shuts down. Right. We all know what's going on. We see the numbers on the on the news every day. The mm-hmm. U.S. now has the highest rate of infections in the world. Yeah. So that in itself should convince people that, you know, let me look at my actions. For example, with me, with the gyms being closed, I run, but I run solo. Mm-hmm. So there's no, there, there's no chance of me, if unfortunately I have the virus, spreading it to anybody else. Right. Because I'm the only one out there um, with nobody else around. Mm-hmm. So I think we all have to look at um, ourselves and see what can we do as an individual to ensure that this virus does not continue spreading. Mm-hmm. And hopefully in the next couple of weeks, because like the mayor of New York City said, 
this is going to be a marathon. It's not a sprint. Right. There's no end in sight to what is going on. But if we all act irresponsibly, then we're going to prolong, prolong the effects of this virus. So we, we each have to look at ourselves and see what is our role in ending all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, Simon, let me ask you this. Um, you are from Dominica originally, so you know the Dominican mm-hmm. culture. You know our people. You know uh-huh. our spirit. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> Indeed, right? <laughs> so, I, 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 and, and, and given how closely you, you, you were to the, if the events of Hurricane Maria, which was just three years ago, mm-hmm. Um, I think you would have a, 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 an interesting perspective on that. Um, you know, that coupled with your work. Um, how do you think this situation will affect the Dominican society? Especially we are such a small society. I mean, we have about 65,000 people living in Dominica. If 2% of 65,000 gets this virus, well. <laughs> God forbid, yes, you yes, know, yes. I mean, I don't even yes. want to think about the numbers. Yes. Uh, so yeah. how, how are they supposed to deal with this? Um, uh, right, right. Know. Yes, I'm certainly very concerned because initially we were told there was only one case. Then mm-hmm. it became, I think at this point, we're up to 11 or 16. Mm-hmm. And I think that it was um, very short-sighted on the part of the, the prime minister to not close down the port. <laughs> and there needs to be a lot more public education. I still see pictures of people huddled together, standing in lines. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still hearing there's a concert tonight. Believe it or not, yeah. there's actually a concert tonight. <laughs> So that raises a lot of concerns for me that we're not taking this seriously mm-hmm. and that, God forbid, if a lot of people end up with this virus, we're in for a very, a very tough ride in Dominica because, as you know, our health system is not as sophisticated as the health system in the U.S. Right. So, again, all, all we have on our side is to inform people, to educate people, to uh, remind them to take the necessary precautions. And I think a lot of businesses have actually taken on their own and have decided to close Mm -hmm. for the foreseeable foreseeable future just to combat what is going on. So, Mm -hmm. But I think there needs to be more of a national assessment and a national decision in terms of shutting down the country and also in terms of educating people on how to prevent the virus. Yeah, we have a number of um, centenarians on island, yes. so those are yes. my biggest concern. That you know, obviously, folks, younger folks, and folks with um, underlying illnesses or chronic illnesses, folks who are older, much older, um, definitely more susceptible to Absolutely. this illness and even dying from it. So what Yeah, what, and then the other know. concern and then the other concern was that there was one particular community, of course I'm not gonna name the community, where the majority of the cases mm-hmm. were identified and yet nothing was was done to quarantine the people in right. the area. People who came in with the virus were told to self quarantine mm-hmm. and instead of self uh, instead of um uh, following the advice they were actually all over the, the island. Right. We're a very small island, so a lot more needed to be done 
And I'm just really concerned that the reason we haven't heard of more cases mm-hmm. is because enough testing hasn't been done. Right. Right. But in fact, that there are a lot more cases than what we've been told. Mm-hmm. Certainly, certainly. So, you know, I, I wow, it's a, I, I guess the true, you know, the true psychological impact of this pandemic, um, it may not be possible to, uh, um, what you call it, assess the true mm-hmm. impact, the true psychological impact it has on, on individual countries and the globe, um, uh, until after the absolutely. pandemic has passed, right? Um, yes, absolutely. And I think what we will notice is that the quality of people's life, even the, the 98% of people who have not been affected, mm-hmm. the quality of their life will be different if they do not take control of what is going on with them right now. So mm-hmm. again, stay active, stay engaged, stay occupied. Your mindset has to be in control. And again, in the book, I teach you how to quiet your mind, how to work on those goals, Mm-hmm. And how to just wait this storm off. Because it's been in a storm, right? Right. And, and we, we, we're people who've been through a few storms, haven't we? <laughs> indeed. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> so, so, so the idea is wait the storm out. But we're waiting the storm out. How can we prepare ourselves so that when the storm is over, we're in a better position than mm-hmm. when the storm began? Right. Right. Wow. Um, you know, such good information. Um, I wish I could keep you on here longer, but uh, unfortunately. We, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm always available to come back. We gotta go. So, yeah, def, well, oh, you definitely have, um, an, an open invitation to not only FYI, but all of TDN radio. So this weekend interview is, you know, would be a, a great place to have you as well. I'll, oh, great. I'll talk to the host about that. But, um, yes. certainly, um, the pleasure was mine having you on. And, you know, and of course, um, you know, so before you go, just tell folks how they can actually get the book, because I do think that even with everything that's going on, it's still important to promote the book. Uh, I know you said yes. you didn't really want to do that. You just wanted to see how you could encourage and help, but I still think it's right. good to remind, but this is how you are going to promote, um, how you're going to encourage them, right? Um, by yes, getting yes. the book. So, so, um, right. so the book is a uh, push past 10 and it's the number 10. So push, past and the number 10 mm-hmm. and it's available on amazon.com now keep in mind it's less than ten dollars mm-hmm. so i wanted to make it extremely affordable for anyone to be able to pick it up and just learn the mental tools you need now to be psychologically fortified mm-hmm. to be mentally fortified and also i would encourage everyone to join me on either facebook twitter or instagram all the names are the same. It is Push Past 10. Okay. So push Past the number 10 on Facebook, mm-hmm. Instagram, or Twitter. And again, I'm also looking for opportunities to spread the word. So if anybody has any ideas of an audience, of course, via phone or via Skype, Zoom, mm-hmm. uh, technology that would be interested in sharing this message, you can reach me at pushpast10 at gmail.com. So again, pushpast the number 10 at gmail.com because I think it's such an important message that a lot of people are not considering what is the psychological impact all of this is having Mm -hmm. especially when we don't know 
the end. We don't know when this is going to end. Yeah, there's no light at the end of the tunnel yet. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. what is the psychological impact it's having on you? And to really just kind of get past this together, because as you know, we are always stronger together. We're stronger as a community, and we should be here to help each other during this very difficult time. All right, definitely, definitely. So the book is Push Past 10. The social media groups are also pushed past 10. So be sure to check it out. Um, if you if you are concerned about getting a physical copy of the book, um, it's available um, on Kindle as well, right? Electronically. Yes, yes. You, you it's available go. on Kindle and it's available in paperback copy at Amazon.com. There you go. So if you are concerned about buying or handling a paperback book right now, I understand that. Definitely just get yourself the Kindle version and, um, yes, and that will be of big help. Uh, to you, um, help you get through what is going on right now. Um, you know, so thank you, Simone, once again, and we will definitely look forward to having you joining us sometime again in the very, not, well, not in the future. I'll say soon. All right. Thank you so much. And, and Mm -hmm. one more thing. And thank you so much. I was dancing all this morning. You playing some wonderful music. (laughs) (laughs) You can thank my producer for that. (laughs) You can thank my producer for that. Yeah, I asked her to put together a special playlist for today for me just because I knew what we were going to be talking about. So I wanted to. Yes, tell her, yeah. tell her A+. Plus. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I'm sure she's listening. So, yeah. <laughs> All, right, All right. Thanks for having me. Have a good one, Simone. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. <laughs> All right. Yes, folks, that was Dr. Simone. Matthew joining us, trying to, you know, share with us how we can get through, um, this pandemic, um, you know, psychologically. And, um, I certainly hope that you learned a lot and, and, and she was able to assist you. Of course, if you, um, don't have the book yet, pushed past 10, go get yourself a copy on amazon.com. You can get the electronic version, the Kindle version. If you don't want to handle, a physical book, and I, I understand that um, the the fear of you know touching a physical book. That's okay. Um, however, be sure to check it out again. Thank you, Simone, and I'll be back in just a moment. In the meantime, here's the man, George Nooks, with "Ride Out Your Storm." Be right back. <laughs> 